Morgan's kind of into like dog food. I do like eating dog food. <laughs> like, really? like no, like only, only, only like nice like dog tasty. food. Yeah, like, I like I like tasting dog treats. These, these like 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 with. I'll like, I'll no, like, no, nice I bought that for him for, I just, Christmas. for Christmas. No, like oh, okay, what? you can open this. Dude. Like with no. a nice wine. Or something? Yeah. <laughs> What's up guys welcome to episode 17 of the coffee club podcast we are very lucky today to have a couple more guests on we're expanding our reach uh the bigger the greater boulder community is uh all becoming part of the podcast today we have on we have mr noah droddy hello and we have marcus whose last name i'm gonna butcher alan hale alan hillies hilly yeah. right. so um <laughs> very lucky to have these boys on today they uh i've actually never i don't think any of us have met noah before We've just run across each other. Run across each other. I did. The, I run, the running, the running <laughs> meeting. Across across each other. It's yeah. a running meeting where you like acknowledge each other, but you've never actually stopped and had a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like, know. Like, oh yeah, like, I definitely no. know that dude. <laughs> well, you guys are usually going too fast, and so like sometimes I would turn around and like try to run with you, but you're usually going six minute pace. That must have been Ollie. Well, that could have been when I was running with Joe. That could have been. Usually, when you're running with Joe, you're running pretty quick. Or if Ollie, if Ollie's running his own, he's listening to his music. He's running pretty good. The headphones were in. The yeah, headphones were that's, in. That's, that's like, that could be 5.30 pace sometimes, Rolly. It depends that's how it's feeling. That's why I don't have Strava. It could be a 5.30 mile and then go back to 7.30 the next mile. Yeah, but um, I don't know if I told you guys this, not trying to expose you, but I did invite Noah to our Met Gala party and he just left me on oh. red. Uh, I did not know this. Well, that's, yeah. about right. yeah. that's horribly embarrassing. I didn't it, know this and now I feel a bit... Should we I'm kick him out? Yeah, we should kick him out. Well, <laughs> I mean, guys, if you knew the volume I'm a, I'm of invitations that I was dealing with on any given weekend, like I, I really do apologize. I try to get back there. We should we should have gone to your uh, your assistant. It was very impolite. We'll be yeah, going directly yeah, to you. That actually makes a lot of sense. My agent next time, I think. Yeah. Apologies for that. That was for insensitive that. for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And then Marcus. Uh, so I first. Honestly, I met Marcus before I even came to Boulder because we met in Crestview Butte when yeah, I first joined yeah, Team Boss. Yeah. So I also met Marcus in Crestview Butte. Oh, yeah, that yeah, day, exactly. yeah. Yes. That's crazy. But uh, Marcus is very much so uh, in a circle, part of the Boulder running community. How long have you been a masseuse for? What's a masseuse? Oh, he will, he'll object to the term. He, Marcus is a manual therapist. No, no, no. Manual therapist. I, I'm manual a licensed therapist. massage therapist. Do okay. primarily manual therapy. So, okay. Uh, Apologies. It's, it, it, no, don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretentious <laughs> angle I like to take. <laughs> <laughs> What's have going you, on? Wait, have you seen any episodes of our show before? <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys haven't done your homework, have you? <laughs> oh, no. uh, my line in the sand is usually when I... Started making a living, so probably 13 years. 13 years. 13 and years how long of that in Boulder? Um, most of that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I moved here primarily because of the density of uh, your demographic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and before that, you were in Flag? That's a long story. Uh, yeah, Northern Arizona. I was in Belgium for a while. I was yeah, that's not in, flag stuff. In, no, no. <laughs> nine different states in like wow. seven years. So. Well-traveled man, well-traveled man. But uh, we're all here now, and we, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to have you guys on. You guys are all part of, uh, oh yeah, shout out to the beans today. Thank you, George. We have beans from three ships coffee roasters, which we believe is in Virginia Beach. Virginia mm. Beach, and that was sent to us from, uh, is it Adam Roth? It is. Who's our... Uh, Printing man, actually, we need to give you guys some T-shirts. We also have T-shirts for you. We'll, we'll oh, do a T-shirt exchange. T-shirt exchange. All right, yeah. we'll, put, we'll put that up on our Insta later. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That'll be some good content. But um, thank you, Adam, for sending those to us. But 
Yeah, what are we going to talk about today? What's happened? Oh, actually, we should also mention that you guys are part of a band, Barry Mia. Yes, you guys want to give you. a little intro for that? Noah? Do we have an intro for that? Yeah. Give, <laughs> well, if you have one, you can pull one out right now. Um, you mean just like talk, tell you about the band? Yeah, give us give us a little rundown. Give us a rundown. Uh, yes, it's a four-piece musical <laughs> act. Uh, it's like r- punk rock, pop punk ish stuff would be very nostalgic for people who loved uh like newfound glory and blink 182 and stuff in the early 2000s i think yeah and uh um, we got that vibe yeah yeah you we did are, our homework you're the bassist right guitar guitar lead guitar um rhythm no, guitar? i can't claim that I, <laughs> rhythm guitar? I, I, I don't like to say rhythm guitar either so i'll, I'll just say guitar okay yeah do you, do you ever sing at all um from a distance. From a distance? <laughs> yeah. Like you put the mic far away? Like I stand far away from it, so it's the appearance of singing um, without actual any like input. I can actually relate to that a lot because when I was in year three, I was in the choir and we were sending in a choir video to get into a competition and the, the choir lady made me lip sing. Mm. Because I was so bad. <laughs> That's like kind of traumatic. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm still recovering from that. I mean, it didn't really. What was like, convers- change much? He still sings in the concert. Yeah, like, every every, every second. Of what was their conversation like? She was like, like we did it normally, and then she just like went to like a couple people. All right, can you just like lip sing this time? <laughs> like, like not much of a conversation. How old were you? I was like probably like ten. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I was like fine. Like I guess I could do that. She stole your. What she want you up there for? Just to like. She did. Cute. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess she could have. I guess that would have been maybe too much to fully get rid of me. The lip singing, like looking back on it, yeah, that's kind of meaner in a way. She could have just worse, like yeah, yeah. She could have just like sent me to like the principal's office or something instead. Yeah, I don't that know. Scars but, in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty brutal. <laughs> we'll talk more about this maybe after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I talked yeah. to my therapist about it. Good, but that's we can good. do that here as well. Yeah. Uh, but then Marcus, you're on the drums. I am. Man, I would I would love to get that live show and see you banging those drums. It looks like a workout. Yeah, I mean, I only know how to play one style and at one level so this band works for me there's that's really perfect. not a ton of dynamics or yeah. subtlety that's perfect uh yeah. what do you guys think about mgk do you guys like him or hate him i i think oh. the band is divided i actually really like him we went to see him at red rocks uh i don't know when that was that's a couple the months ago year, yeah. yeah what's that that's the end of last year no just when he was here yeah. uh yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. It's 2022. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's October, maybe. Welcome to the new year. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, no, I I think he's uh, just a terrific performer, and mm-hmm. if you're into that type of music, um, it's I don't know. I feel like it's at the top, but yeah, I would love I to think, hear Noah. You, you don't agree with that? Um, okay, so I think I think it's cool that Machine Gun Kelly is like making pop punk music, like a genre I really love, kind of more popular again, like putting it back into the mainstream. I think that's really cool. Um, I, I think everything he does is like pretty derivative of bands that I like I really love and grew up listening to and so But he, it what? No that was button. that was the Oh okay. That All was right. that was well, the right. he was a rapper, right? He Yeah, he, yeah, he, he came in the same rapper. rapping and dissing Eminem. Yeah he did the Eminem diss track. And then like, yeah. he had like a shovel over his shoulder. Yeah. Or and something. then he kind of and he took a real one eighty. Yeah and, and like I mean and now he's more yeah. successful kind of going to an yeah. that's yeah. been kind of untapped for like yeah I mean he music. definitely made it way more popular yeah. for, yeah, for a sure. new generation yeah and you have to give him credit for that it just yeah. feels I don't know I think it's more just me being older now and just being like when I was a kid like these bands were yeah. great and this guy has no idea what he's talking about well, a lot of people um, say that about like Olivia Rodrigo as well like her songs just like copying like Paramore and all that yeah. like so there is something to be said to that and then also MGK diss Slipknot do you see that 
No. Yes. He, yeah, he like attacked yeah. Slipknot. He like yeah. called them like old men in masks. Wow. Um, that's not a crowd you there want to were, piss off. It was a it was a you know a two way street though. Yeah. There was some flippancy on both sides. Did yeah. Slipknot respond? Yeah, they did because yeah. it was it was also to do with like a. Uh, this is the drama. Yeah, not to get too deep into it, but it was yeah. also to do with like a feature that Corey Taylor from Slipknot had done, mm-hmm. which didn't end up making it. But whatever. Let's talk about some running. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? How about that? They took a deep dive. Into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, running. So, this past weekend, obviously, actually, it was just yesterday, uh, the U.S. cross-country champs happened. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, so a couple of really good races. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. We can give the rundown from, uh, from because we watched it here. We did watch both. It was interesting to see two different races. Like, yeah. the women's race is very different than the men's race. Women's race kind of just bled out. To I'm surprised they picked that course. Well, I, I didn't US like the course. National champs. I thought it was underwhelming considering like it's a USA cross country champ. Biggest cross country yeah. meet of the year for got some of the top runners pros. coming in, you know. Where would you have liked to see it? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, Wait, have you ever run US cross? No. Hmm. I'm a club cross guy. Club cross <laughs> only. Yeah. Club cross only. Well, I mean the Tallahassee maybe or yeah. I don't know, somewhere where... They already had two races there. They yeah, did already true. have it's probably a pretty overwhelming, but it just seemed like it wasn't as cool as the other races. It was just like, it was just like, year. you know, well, it just seemed year. like it was in like a park and like, you know, the people there were like, why are these guys running in my park? Well, and an old lady was just like walking out. through the course. Well, these races go to whoever, like, they bid for the race, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like not really a governing body deciding where it goes. It's like they were probably just like, hey, we'll give you some money. Can we host this race? And they're like, well, nobody else wants to pay this much money for it. Yeah, I guess that's the way it is. But... Regardless, there was amazing races on both sides. Uh, on the women's side, we had the showdown, which we which we talked about last time, which was our teammate Alicia versus Wayne Kalati. Mm-hmm. Much which, anticipated. Much anticipated. And it like, man, Alicia, I, I like no disrespect to Wayne Kalati, but I thought it was going to be closer than it was. Alicia, she ran away with it for sure. It was amazing. So that was obviously for us really good to see. Kind of crazy that that was her first like professional win. Yeah, yeah, you, you, know? you you wouldn't think that. Some people are so successful, you just assume that they've won everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that shows the kind of races she was in last year. Yeah, she was in big races. I mean, that yeah. Paris, that Paris Diamond League she ran, where she ran fourteen forty. Yeah, it was oh. like an insane. Race. <laughs> and she got beat by like thirty seconds. Yeah, she got beat by thirty <laughs> which seconds. Which is just ridiculous. Like, no, yeah, it was an insane race. But I mean, I thought the turnout for the women's was like the depth there was pretty good. It was solid. Like who came third? Um, Infield, Infield, yeah. yeah, I mean and she did great. And she was doing a workout. She did claim as well. it was a workout, so maybe it was easy for her. <laughs> if she, she claimed that, <laughs> if she had raced it, she probably she claimed that before the race, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, I she, don't know if she's updated. Well, she that. was. She yeah. like it was. When did they kind of spread out? Uh, it was pretty early. Because for the men, it was like literally to the line. They, yeah, like, it was a pretty cool race to watch. And um, yeah. Oh, there he goes again. Yeah. So we're gonna pre um, review the men sick race all the way to the finish line with. For most of it, it ended up being uh, Dylan Maggard with four of the WCAP or previously WCAP guys. Shadrach came up, came out on top. Mm-hmm. Maggard was second. Uh, Chalanga third. Yeah, is that correct? Uh huh. But it was like, man, they were they were just like they just kept kicking, and then someone else would kick Dude, again. Sam Chalanga's surges were out of, out of control. control. Out of control. Like five or six times, he just like sprinted for like thirty meters. Honestly, honestly, that men's race was hashtag good for the sport. I, I love watching races like that, particularly like that. It just feels like more of a chess game yeah. when they're playing with each other, like the surges and stuff. And Maga looked great. Yeah. I thought he was going to take the win until probably the last like 200 meters. Especially, like everyone forgets about that guy. Yeah, he gets yeah. he gets uh, over. Oh, he had a really good what was over it? 10k. He's he won the uh, freaking good. Mount Sac. He won that Mount Sac XE race. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's been in decent shape. 
Clearly. And he's now, and he's now unsponsored. Yeah. He's, he's a free agent. In his career, he's already had two shoe sponsors and is unsponsored. Wait, who is he? Wasn't he with yeah. Brooks? Oh, he was with Brooks. He would, they must have been like short deals, I guess. Yeah. Cause, cause I forgot he, he was with Brooks. Those, yeah, it's like somebody quick. give this man a four-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's, uh, it's a I thought the Brooks one, one he didn't like. I thought he just didn't like the Beasts. Uh, I, I, that's it, a it, was, it was a was he on pretty inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We, we yeah, don't have that but I know because I know he wanted to go back with his college coach. Yeah, we don't have that confirmed. He is in Utah training. Yeah, um, but is. I know, I know the move from Hoka to Brooks was pretty like short. Not around. Like he wasn't around for a while because he's not that much older than us. No, he's not. So, so anyway, I'm here for the wild speculation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> speculation. That's what I'm here we for. love to start. We're not an informed <laughs> podcast. We're just an entertaining one. Yeah. We don't claim to be a news show. No, as, long as, as long as you're not transparent about the fact that you do no research, like you can say whatever you <laughs> yeah, want. Exactly. It's a loophole, really. Yeah. Yeah. It works pretty well. But and we yeah. can now we we'll just continue to speculate on the fact that that was I we I believe. Like Shetty's first race back from a pretty oh, yeah. major surgery, surgery last yeah. year. He was out all calf. last year. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. wasn't around. Mr. Trials missed all the outdoor season. Yeah. So clearly he's back. He's back, baby. He's fit as hell. That's like, that's like a dream to be out for a long time and then you come back and it's just like, well, Win your first just race. another US championship. Yeah. You know. That is a good way to do I it. I think he has won US Cross before. Full. Yeah. Like I think he has too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Dylan Maggard though, he's, uh, he's an awesome dude. He's like, He's got a good story. Like he's like fun to follow. So hopefully he can pick up another sponsor soon. I mean, obviously there's gonna be like some parallels to like kind of what you were going through. You are sponsored now by. Do you want to shout out your sponsor? Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> but you were unsponsored for was it a year? Um, or almost, almost a, year? a year. So end of 2020 ended with Saucony and then signed with Salmon in October. Yeah. Yeah. So like ten months after the best race of my life. Really I was about to say, yeah. in yeah. 2020, was yeah. that marathon project? Yeah. So my contract expired ten days after the marathon project. It was a very weird time. You were in 209 there. Oh, mm-hmm. 209. Yeah. 209. Yeah. Your your lack of sponsorship was very dramatic in terms of very highly publicized. It's like, why the hell isn't this guy sponsored? He just ran 209. He's a big personality. Well, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, why are you so popular? <laughs> well, I think there's a number of reasons, really, for that, depending on who you ask. I think I'm funny and handsome. That helps. Um, thoughtful. You have a face for the podcast. A face for podcasts. Um, no, um, I, I do think, like, I've always tried to be, like, really honest about my running. And I think there's some things in my story that people have, like, attached themselves to, like how I was, you know, like, sucked in high school, went to Division three school. I was not, like... A really good runner and uh-huh. i just kind of stuck around for a long time yeah that's helped was 2016 that was like when you skyrocketed a little bit that's when i moved out here okay and then i started running well pretty quickly after that i mean not crazy especially by like today's time standards but i did run like 64 for the half and made the trials and then i ran 28 20 for 10k which made the track trials which were just huge jumps because i was like a 29 40 guy um, and I was when I moved out here, I was a 68 minute half marathoner and like a 30 minute 10 Ker. So yeah. there was a big jumps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you, when you moved out here, were you with the coach that you're still with? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had the same roots? coach. Whole, yeah. Like, Has it been roots this whole time? Yeah. Did they get formed? They were, I was, was the, it always called that? Yeah. I was the first male athlete on the team. Hmm. And so when I joined, it was me and then Aaliyah Gray, who is uh, my coach's wife. 
And then um, we had a couple other athletes around too, but yeah, I've been here the whole time basically. Speaking yeah. of that team, well, we just got a new. Whoa! I don't think I, we can pro- I don't think anyone's announced it. Yeah. Maybe we hold, that, <laughs> hold, up, hold up on that. <laughs> oh, I, I was just thinking yeah. the same. I was, about, I was, about, I, like, I was like, like, mid. Has that my brain, you? Half no. my brain was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. like, oh, keep no, talking. Keep talking. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You can say. When, uh, does, when but, does this come out? This will come out Friday. I mean, we could probably talk about it. I think it'll be announced this week. You think so? And are, so you, are you willing to bet on that? Well, you cut it out. If it doesn't get announced, we could cut it out. Morgan can edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 80% sure that they were going to say something this week. Yeah, okay. That so. would make sense. Well, so. if we say something, you can cut it out, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. If it hasn't been announced. What I was going to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. One of our good friends and like one of our training partners is joining Roots, Pepper Stim Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. which makes roots as well like as a marathon team pretty freaking good well and not you just know, him and already they have these amazing no, that's what i'm saying like you're adding into it like you got frank the tank who will debut next weekend yeah in, in houston marathon. right houston. yeah that's yeah. pretty good and um, then luke yeah who um who is also debuting in houston i i think we are the best with the departures from naz recently i think we are now the best long distance group in the country which is crazy that yeah. is wild I mean, like, and that's very cool. Time. And if someone else knows of another group I'm leaving out, like, please correct me. But I think from, like, ha- half marathon to marathon are the events I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I think we're the best group in the country. Damn. I mean, like, you, most of you guys, mm-hmm. I, I know nothing about marathons, but I'm guessing, like, a lot of the, like, you guys are around that 210 range, right? Or, like, most of you can... I mean, I think Frank can run under 210 in his debut. Yeah. I ran 209. I mean, at Throw Parker in at 210. And then we have, like four or five guys under 217 and yeah, kind of those which is two really teams impressive. range wow um, so being the first guy you must feel some uh, sense of pride for kind of like what's been developed there yeah I, I think it's been cool to kind of feel like a figurehead yeah. <laughs> on the on the root team but then you have like and i was the performance leader too for a long time until like frank came around and started you know seeing what i did and then he leveled it all up you know 27 44 for 10k here in 61 flat in valencia for the Mm -hmm. half marathon and so it's cool to kind of see the younger athletes now coming in and just being like okay well that was possible now this is possible and now we're all kind of blending together and so i'm excited for like an olympic cycle with these guys yeah that'll be so good and kind of um linking marcus into this because it's very linked the boulder running scene has changed I think if you ask people about the border running scene, it, it kind of goes through, it's like undulates. Like mm-hmm. it's the spot to be and then it gets quiet and then it's the spot yeah. to be. And so in the time frame you've been here, it's gone from being rel- kind of quiet to now it's like mm-hmm. the spot to be. Like how, how's yeah. it been from, from your viewpoint? It's been interesting. It yeah. was, uh, I mean, that's a long history, right? Even the last 13 years or 12 years I've been here. Uh, when I first got here, it was Hudson's group was kind of the primary yeah. group. Um, Hudson Elite. Yeah, Hudson yeah. Elite. When hmm. do you remember when when was uh, Boulder Track Club? Was that around that time? They were still going when I was out here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like relative to like the 2010, I, I, they were around that time too. Lee Troop, when he was uh, heavily involved with Boulder Running Club, yep. like there was that. And then obviously CU's presence, our presence, but Steve Jones, Steve group. Jones, yes, yeah. still, still. Still hanging in there I, too. Yeah, he's like it's so but, quiet that Steve Jones is the coach here, and he's like he's so unassuming. Yeah, quiet, but such a good dude. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, um, what, what are his credentials? Just uh, for our listeners and for me, people that people that may not former world record. Do you know the, yeah. do you know the, the exact time? I don't yeah, what remember. was the world record? Like, it, 
He ran like 208 low yeah. in Chicago wow. yeah. and didn't know he was setting mm-hmm. the record. He was just chasing the truck. Yeah. And <laughs> they, do it. And oh, eventually, yeah. like, hey, like, you know, you're on world record pace and you just, you know, uh, just I feel pretty just, good. Just did it. Yeah. Now what year was that? Yeah. I didn't, did have to go to the fact checkers. Yeah. Like 70s? 80s. Roughly? It must be 70, 80s. Did you get paid yeah. for a world record back then? <laughs> it's probably just like, who knows? I mean, people just go out on the weekend and run a world record. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even like, know if they drank water during the race back then. <laughs> no, they didn't like, take it. Yeah. Wasn't he like an Air Force mechanic or something? That sounds right, but again, I don't... I, yeah. Yeah, was that with I mean, no fluids? Like where's no, where's no Wikipedia? calories yeah. the whole time? Yeah, no, it's insane. Think of what he would do now under today's with today's resources and training. Oh, well, right. the courses were shorter. Then. Uh, <laughs> so, that's the only. That's the only. They had no way to accurately measure them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, now I mean Boulder. Now, obviously, you guys know it's. It seems it's a very, uh, very much an epicenter of yeah. training, and it just it just sucks everybody here. Yeah, um, you got like CU, which. Yeah. Uh, Mark Webb Morris continued to coach a lot of people like once they graduate or even other people coming into town, he coaches a lot of pros. And then obviously, I mean, there's just so many different groups. A big one, you got to mention is Tinman in terms yeah, of like po- popularizing it, like yeah. to the public, like they post yeah. like those Instagrams. It's like, don't move here. And then everyone moves yeah. here type thing. And you work heavily with Tinman. I, I do. You do? Yes. Are you allowed to reveal that information? I mean, Sure. A HIPAA violation? I don't know. <laughs> also, oh yeah, actually, I guess you can't. Maybe you can't. Uh, talk yeah, about typically that. not. But, not but names I, of people, I feel like okay with that because you're in their videos and stuff. Right, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So yeah. That's, or if, if they yeah. post you, isn't that? Then that's like like that's, you, you should be getting yeah. the credit. I for think so. It. You're, yeah, re- you're so. released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you get the credit <laughs> for it. But but we won't. So we won't mention names or anything. But yeah, you're you're you're. It's a good time to be you here in Boulder. I've had a great <laughs> tenure here for sure. Just blessed to meet a lot of people, and it was I, I moved here at a time when things were starting to ramp up in the direction to where they are now. Um, and now, and when I moved here, it was more not to point fingers at those groups. I'm not referring to that, but it was more clickish here with the running groups when I when I first moved. And now we have more of a, a cohesive relationship, I think, between all of the groups in town. At least it seems that way. It's getting there. Like, I, what, I, yeah, we've I, noticed that as well. Yeah, yeah, I think particularly for us, because, I mean, we're new entries into that kind of community. And I feel like we're pretty open with, like, I mean, you didn't come to our party, which oh. is a bit of an indicator. But, <laughs> God, we're um, trying to break down barriers. <laughs> no, we, we literally made that party for the sense of, like, breaking down we barriers. Did, we and literally talked about it. social interaction with it. people without having the competitiveness about... Every, every team was represented. And every team was there. Well, yeah, Roots was there. Roots, Wait, yeah, Roots was there. Was Someone went for Roots. Did we? And Maggie, was, Maggie was there. Maggie was there. Maggie was there. Yeah. She was. Yeah. All right, they were represented. Yeah. But yeah. I think that was a cool thing to notice that like things are starting to open up a little bit more because like we're yeah. definitely not like, I mean, Tim Man or other groups are like saying like, yeah, we can hang out and do other stuff. Like that's kind of a nice thing because hopefully nice. that creates a different. Because I remember when I when I first joined, people were like, yeah, Boulder isn't quite like flag stuff because flag stuff is very communal i would say compared and there's like some there's some clear reasons for that i think flagstaff is amazing for a lot of reasons and like stephen Haas brings a lot of people there together as an agent but then also uh mike smith our favorite mike smith he's like the best best guy in the world in terms of like giving people access to like the university facilities and Mm. track it is it is wild like what how good he is with that stuff he does give everyone like opportunity to train so everyone's like meeting at the dome which is the indoor track like if you're there in the winter like you're gonna see every single other runner there which is a cool cool kind of community to be able to see oh Mm -hmm. there's like you know Ed Trezorek or there's yeah it's just seeing people that and that could happen here so you just got really nice facilities yeah we know we know that if anyone's out there and it's funny because we have 
to get on that track. Yeah. <laughs> we have three I've people. never got within like three miles. We have three people on we our can't team because of the snipers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're loaded they up every morning. But yeah. if, you, if you look funny, yeah, yeah. Going, it's huh? funny because we have three past CU alumni who use the facilities yeah. and are not allowed back. Well, so. the only time I could go in there was to watch Joe Klecker try to break four in college. Yeah. Like that's oh, you were at 401, right? Yeah. yeah. Once that, you, once you graduate, cool. you just cut off. Yeah, yeah, you cut off. But hopefully, maybe that that relationship could change, potentially. Yeah, is there like a distinct reason for that that's, that we know of? Or is it just like they just don't want to deal with all that annoyingness? They, they just haven't opened it to the public. And yeah. so it's just reserved for, for current CU athletes. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think the fact is that Flagstaff, Mike Smith is an exception. I think it's normal mm, for a university yeah. team to not allow people to use their but facilities. Before, I mean, Smith's only been there three years. People have been using the dome for like yeah. 20 years. Like, Maybe it's true. Well, the whole thing. time Heinz was there, yeah, that's true. people use the dome. It's probably an NAU thing. Because like, if you look at... If, if Colorado did that, and with the amount of I do people know you CU, have here, they did it could inhibit the CU people yeah. from being able to do practice. So I think that's probably just preventing that happening because true, you probably think, want people to use the facilities, but then again, you don't want to interfere with the people who actually go to the college there and need to use them but who knows we'll see in a couple of years maybe yeah so i think the running community is maybe smaller in flagstar or like it seems more concentrated it's got to be smaller yeah because the, the flagstar is just smaller the, the weird thing with boulder is that like we all say we live in boulder but a lot of people live in like all these different suburbs around it so mm. it's actually pretty spread out it's kind of like the boulder area boulder so area, yeah. yeah everyone's in all these different places like you know, like for example, like I don't think I've think I've seen you out running like once. Yeah, like I was gonna say you see the other team surprisingly little. Yeah. I've never seen the CU team running ever. No, I don't yeah. know where they go. So it is kind of weird like that. But, but everyone's their schedule. Everyone's schedules off by like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, so you, <laughs> you know, you just miss people. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you guys are you guys are seven a.m. people, aren't you? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Nice and early. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't We're, imagine that. Yeah, that makes us feel pretty bad. I mean, yeah, we wake up weak. at seven thirty. It's not like we wake up at like. You know, 10. Well, everyone's got jobs, and so everyone's got to be, like, showered by 10. It makes sense. Yeah. Did you you start working once you were no longer sponsored? Yeah. So I started working at SOS in um, August. Okay. In August. Is SOS still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to do everything. Sweet. (laughs) Damn. Where is SOS based? In Longmont. Yeah. No way. Like, Like originally? Um, Well, that's where our warehouse is. Huh. Um, but everyone else is Sweet. kind of remote, so it's not really based anywhere, I guess. Other huh. than here, that sounds like a like some kind of pyramid. That's the most like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, things are different. The company's now. just based on wherever you know it is. It's in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Um, so focusing in on because you. Like Barry Mia existed. Were you a founding member of Barry Mia, Marcus? No, you I've weren't. only been there three years, and the band's been around six, maybe. Oh wow! Yeah, they've mm-hmm. had a number of drummers. Okay, because yeah. then I don't know. I remember when you joined. It was like within the last year, right? Um, a little more than that. It was kind of like during a, COVID. It was kind of like beginning of COVID project. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. We went on well the before Noah joined the band. We went on a short tour right before COVID hit, and. There was some internal tension between our uh, previous guitarist and our bassist. Just band stuff. I mean, just like you know, just very strong personalities that that 
just repelled each other. And so um, they found a very weak personality. <laughs> 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 Mark is like another perfect guy. He's yeah. a massive pushover. Like very meek. <laughs> no, it's funny. I wanted to play music with Noah for years and had pestered him a number of times. He left me on red many times, so don't feel bad about it's it. Not, it's, not, not, it's, it's, it's not just not just No, no, no. And then, but when it suits Noah and his self interest, then he was all on board. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, look at him. He's yeah. here. He's here we, now. He's, he's here he's now. Like, wow, yeah. No, when, when our guitars quit, uh, we needed someone to fill in, and we weren't playing shows because of COVID. And so we invited Noah to come yeah. in, and it was great to play, and he was a good fit. And yeah. he would have been in a punk band years ago. Mm. Uh, where's my cake? Where's the cake? Where's the cake? Sorry. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, yeah, I, love I actually have that CD in the car. We should give that to them. Yeah. It's you, fun. You can borrow the album if you'd like. Yeah. We'd love to. Yeah. And that was a couple years ago. And okay. so, yeah. And um, so, you guys are coming out with an album this Friday. This Friday, January fourteenth, which is today. Day, this really, yeah, yes. same day. This oh, sorry. Gonna, yeah, we're so gonna this will be, yeah, so it is today. <laughs> it is out now. Is Available yeah. now. Yeah. Available now. Somewhere between where we are and where we've been is the title. That's cool. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. a cool. That's and then you guys are also playing a show at the Fox Theater on January twenty first. Next Friday, January twenty first, we are headlining the Fox Theater in Boulder. Um, That's super sick. stoked nice. about that. Yeah. Have you um, played a show like that before? Not at the Fox. Our biggest the. Uh, Marquee Theater in Denver we played um, a couple years ago yeah. and so this will be definitely our the largest venue we played so That's that'll cool. be exciting your yeah. shows have to be I imagine they're a very interesting melding of people in terms of obviously you have this pop punk punk scene and then you guys are so heavily involved in the running scene so then you just got these nerdy runners there How, how's that all play out well we're playing earlier than we would be otherwise that's a fact we moved the set that time is up to accommodate fact. runners 100 yeah, that's, that's a real thing, thing. Yeah. A real thing. Yeah. yeah normally if you want we, enough runners to go yeah yeah, yeah since there are four bands on the bill uh we'll play third uh, and then there are two ahead of us, but there was some internal discussion about how late it's we like, want to go. We on. cannot go if we go on at ten. Everyone's going to have we'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go on about nine thirty. The show starts at eight. Uh, Day Shapers, cool band from Denver, the Losers Club, and then we'll play at about nine thirty ish. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, uh, following that is a band called Slap Happy, which I'm pretty dope. Yeah, so. unfortunately we won't be able to be there because we're uh, heading to Florida for training camp on uh, Wednesday. Apologies. We'll catch next the next one. one. Please come next one. Oh, we would yeah. love but to. But anyone who is in Boulder, yeah. definitely come and Go check, check it out. Yeah, tickets are available. Uh, we have not sold out yet, at least as of this broadcast. Yeah. Um, and you can well, we it. don't know yet. We don't know what's happening. That's true. Oh, you mean as we're doing it now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 By the time that this is doing it, it could be sold out. It could be. Yeah. No, <laughs> I should say you can get those at barrymia.com slash live. And that's B-U-R-Y-M-I-A. Perfect. What's uh, just for a little taste? Uh, what's like a show like for you guys? Is it like a mosh pit and stuff? You guys? We definitely encourage that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah Noah, when we have gone to shows uh, before we go on stage, we'll be watching some of the other bands. He will join in the mosh pit. Love that. Yeah, I like to, I like to do that. It nice. kind of rekindles my, you know, I mean, that's high school the, days. Yeah, that's just, the whole point of having a band is just to like yeah, to, to get be, in the mosh. Yeah, just yeah. do that. Stuff. No, do you do a crowd surf? Um, there's usually the crowds usually aren't dense enough that <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of taking your life into your, own, into your own hands there but no it's cool it's I mean it's just so far out of the like running world that it's cool to like be in that space and just like forget about yeah. you know eating right and sleeping yeah. a lot and whatever at least for a couple hours yeah I imagine this is a question that you get literally all the time but how the hell do you be in a punk band and be a, like a runner like a pro runner 
Yeah, you stop. You you <laughs> cut yourself off after three beers. <laughs> three beers. That's the yeah, that's the, three that's the special number. The limit. But no, yeah, I mean it's a challenge, like especially because you know with everybody working and stuff, we practice in the evenings and like, especially since I started working, it was like work out, go to work, double band practice. That's crazy. Holy shit. And, and they were just like extremely long days, and so I think I have some tweaking to do to like get everything on the level, but you know. They were long days, but it was fun, and so it made it worth it. Yeah, I mean, the thing with, like, running is it's so easy. Like, everything pushes you in towards being, like, too, like, focused on running. It just takes over your whole life, and then, like, when when it's going well, like, obviously, yeah, it's great. When it's not going well, like, it's, like, the worst thing ever. So I imagine it's such a nice outlet. Even yeah. though it's, it's challenged, challenging to balance it, it's, like, that must be just, like, so good to just, yeah. No one cares that you're a runner when you're, like up there yeah it's like refreshing that nobody cares if your like hamstring is tight yeah <laughs> how good is not thinking about that for a couple of hours yeah. <laughs> it's also like two different types of performances right you're performing in a marathon and you're performing on a show it's, it's like so kind, true. Of, kind of different you know but you're still performing you're still doing something where you're putting yourself out there so i think that's a really cool way of like being able to see different sides of when people perform in, in a sport or people perform in the music industry yeah you kind of get both angles of that and that's really cool i think to yeah what do you experience get, both what do you get more nervous for um shows for sure really yeah i guess with running like you can you only like it's just like oh yeah, i just gotta run whereas the show i guess it's much more like a lot of more variables yeah and if like if i fuck up at a show <laughs> it like reflects poorly on all these other people yeah. and in professional running it's largely like we're all on teams but when you're out there racing it's, it's on it's, you yeah. it's on you and um you know, in like in marathons, what I do now, it's like the race doesn't really even start until an hour into the race, and so it's like, what are you getting nervous about? Like mm. you have mm. an hour and a half of transportation before it's <laughs> difficult. The nerves are already gone by it's that a good point. Way. Yeah. Um, but Marcus, I was wondering because, like, obviously, you work with your hands. Your hands yeah. are very valuable. Um, and then you're drumming, and I can imagine that's a lot of intensity around the wrists. Like, how does that? Will you hold your you? hands up for the? Hold your hands up for the hand people. Yeah, so big hands. Yeah. That guy can yeah. pop a basketball. Watching, massive hands. Yeah. Basketball hands. Um, yeah, like, did you get tired? Like, your hands get wrecked? Because you must work on people and then have to go to practice in the afternoon, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So when he was talking about being tired, like, it really is. Yeah. Um, I use my thumbs a lot. Yeah. And the dexterity sometimes fades towards the end of the day if we're playing. And we have three-hour practice. Uh, Oof. Was that yesterday? Mm. Last night. Yeah. Last night. Last okay, so we had a three-hour rehearsal. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot. And I don't, I don't manage my energy playing very well. I just kind of go at 100 percent all the time. From and the so, start. Yeah, it's <laughs> not you do it. And but it's it's getting better. So the more yeah. you do it, like just like running. Yeah. You so you train, just get better. You train. And yeah. You just got to push through it. And yeah. then sometimes you you fail, but other times. Do you like it, massage your own? I do. I actually yeah, do. I, I, the right hand performs it on the left, and the left performs it on the right. It's yeah. a superpower. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, yeah, using your hands and then going to be pork run, uh, pork, uh, blah, pop punk, <laughs> drama. It's a tough one. I, I really struggle with that one. Um, your hands and your wrist, like, I could just imagine it's just like a lot of work on there. So, and half the time he's very half curious time to see how you would survive. He'll, like, hit his hand on the, the rim of a drum and then there's just blood. And <laughs> yeah, the, it's the all sign. part of the show. Yeah. It's healed, but the, the knuckle on my uh, right finger, well, if I hit this just right, it's so tender here now and delicate, it will, it will immediately 
uh, split open, and every time my right hand hits, will spray blood all over the drum kit. That's it looks pretty dope. Very, <laughs> that is so Very metal. Yeah. If that, happened, if that happened on the show and you kept going, that would be that would go. Oh, it has. Oh, really? Yeah, right. I have photos up. Yeah. No, the it, the, the kit terrifying. looks like. Someone took a Some axe to something. And just yeah. like yeah. lost. Wow. Sounds like, wow, that was no, a really good special it's effect. A, <laughs> it's a rite of passage. Uh, These guys are hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, yeah, if you are in the Bold area, check these guys out. Uh, listen to the album, then go see them at the Fox Theater on the 21st. Yeah, we'll, thank uh, you. we'll be there next time. I promise. You will be on stage next time. Oh, oh. that'd be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so fun. That'd up be there. awesome. But one other thing we should talk about today is. Uh, did you guys watch the Nick Willis video that came out? Mm, I did, yeah. So on the last episode, we gave our predictions if we thought he would do it or not. And George and I both said we thought he would. Ollie was the only one that said that he wouldn't. And Ollie was correct. 2022 starting right, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I think I did say I, I, I mean, thought he'd run too fast. I, I definitely, after watching it, I kind of got annoyed with the pacing. Yes. Yeah. I think he, he, could, he was going to do it. He could have done it. I think Mason, it's funny because Mason Furlick and Hobbs Kessler, two guys that have done insane workouts, as we know on Twitter. And they're um, like, they're both 334 guys. Both 334 guys, guys like both yeah. quick. It just seems to not be able to handle that. It's just pa- pacing is its own thing. It's just you know, tough. Pacing is difficult. And it looked like they were impeding Nick more than <laughs> helping him at one point. And I was like, just let him go. It was more it, than one point. It was that, yeah. Pretty much the last 600. Well, no, it's like that second lap or that third lap where they still ran a 61. And like, yeah. once you start, they ran a 58. And yeah. then they went through 201. Yeah, so, so like slow. And, yeah. and then Hobbs was like dropping Mason. Yeah. Well, at was, that point, Mason like, should have got out of the way, got behind Nick, and if he could go in front again, he would try, but just like let Nick go. Because I think Nick was looked, looked great. He yeah. did look he good. He looked the best. I think he would have he would have broken it if he was more in touch. Yeah. Um, but I think it's exciting because I think for him, I think he knows he can do it. Well, the season. other part of your prediction is that you said literally that you thought he wasn't going to do it, but then he was going to do it two weeks later. So yeah. I would not be surprised if the That's rest of your prediction comes true as well. So we'll, we'll see if that happens, but I, I did like what they, they did for him. They should let him run Milrose one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I think he should run Milrose. I think he could run Milrose for the rest of his life. But yeah. He's the man on the track. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing we went through in the last episode is he's just 20 years of running sub four. Like, that's pretty incredible. Mm. Wait, is he at 20 or is he at 19? 19. This, is, this, is 19. this would be 20 if he this does would, it. If 20, 20 if he does it. He's at yeah. 19 right now. He's trying to get to 20. But 20 years, like, some people don't even, like, are able to break four. Breaking four once. Well, is, yeah. Some people can't really break good. it once. Yeah. Okay, most of the population. Most of yeah. the population can't break four. He's doing it 20 times. In, no. Well, 20 years. 50. Doing it every year. He's broken four 50 times, I think. Wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Which, compared to people back in the days. day... It's not very much. Well, I mean, New Zealanders went crazy. Like, Johnny Walker would break it, like, every weekend. Yeah, well, three times a week. They should have, like... Well, they just race every weekend. Yeah. They're I ridiculous. Think, is yeah. Walker the one who has the year record now? Yes. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are they Johnny tied? They're tied. They're tied at 19. Is jo- Johnny still alive, too, right? Johnny Walker? Yeah. He must be. But he doesn't have the most total no. all the time. Who's Willis? Sure that's... No, Scott... So oh, Steve Scott Steve or like Eamon Kuglin? No, I think Steve it's Scott's Steve like Scott. one. It's like one twenty something. I think yeah, it'd just be very good for the sport for him to do that because it's a. It'd be. I mean, his career is so incredible that even adding that onto it's like okay, now he can. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was lacking motivation between the Olympics and that one. 
But I feel like that one will motivate him more for like yeah. just the next few weeks. Yeah. I, was, I don't think he should get another chance until eleven fifty-five. <laughs> 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 on December, December 31st. thirty-first. That would be the most exciting way yeah. to do it. Honestly, that, that's kind of what I thought was happening. I thought they were calling it the Midnight Mile, but it was his oh. last. I, did, I didn't think all the way through it, and I thought it was his last chance in twenty twenty-one to do it. That's honestly so much more exciting. It is more. That's so much more it. pressure. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and he probably handles the pressure well, like performs well under that he pressure. Does. So that would be kind of cool. Right, to see. It's a challenge. Nick, don't be don't be a pussy. Don't go to <laughs> don't go to Boston. You know, yeah. You've got the Australian guy 11, calling you a pussy. Eleven fifty-five p.m. <laughs> December thirty-first. Are there thirty-one days in December? Yep. Thirty-first December, eleven fifty-five. Noah Drury put out the challenge. That's when you go for it, man. <laughs> He's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you go for it. That would be amazing if he did that. That would be hashtag. That would be cool. It, I think I just I really like the idea of it, although. Did you like the video? I didn't really see the video. The video was, was okay. It? I, I they, didn't put, they didn't put a clock on the screen. Yeah. I have something against... True. But you can hear the splits. Yeah. I have something against that kind of thing. <laughs> and I heard... This is not a rumor. This is coming out of nowhere. I have no... Perfect. Allegations to this. <laughs> Give it but, to us. Feed us. Um, <laughs> speculation. Cooper T wants to break the American record indoors, right? In the mile. That's and I was telling I've you. heard... Yeah, more, pretty much George told me this. But they're going <laughs> to set it up with only three people in the race. And have paces, and I'm like, that's not a race. That's a oh, time trial. If you're breaking an American record, you should break it in a race. So this is another challenge for Cooper. So I'm saying to do it to do it in a real if race. He, if, he, if he breaks in a real race, in a race setup, you can have paces and stuff. But like a race where people can actually get into it, like you, it's not three people. I think that would be much more credible than yeah. setting, setting up a time trial where you have everything controlled because it's unfair. That is word on the street that Ben Thomas wants it. I how heard they that. did it for the Cleveland, which is record. like not surprising. Which is they did that last time three of them. in Arkansas. I'm gonna pace it. Um, Alan Webb's outdoor record. That was a time trial. Just yeah, purely. A that time was trial. that was in the woods somewhere. Yeah, I thought Belgium. it was in the middle of nowhere. It was in Belgium. And they set it up pacing. Tiny meat. And there was people hanging around. They didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. They didn't know a guy was is running. It, that video is on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. It's a cool video because yeah. he's yeah. just he's so amazing. He but is, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Like the time trial thing is like obviously I think all of us love races. But the thing with time trials is like they're not. If you are breaking an American record, record or a world record, then they do kind of become impressive. Uh, yeah, it becomes it's impressive, just, but it doesn't make it entertaining. Watching Joshua Chip to go run twelve thirty five last year was not entertaining. Oh yeah, that, actually when so you boring. put it like that, yeah. yeah, that was pretty boring. I'm not that interested in. But, but in watching that fast. I mean, it's impressive, but not and, entertaining. Um, Rob Benjamin. Right, Benjamin. Yeah, that yeah. was sick. Watching them in the Olympic final break the world record in well, that type way, of setting. That's the way to that's do the it. Way to do yeah. it. And I feel like if you believe in back this athlete, which you should, because Cooper T is an incredible athlete, mm-hmm. and we, I hope he breaks it because that'd be cool. You should put him into a race, set mm-hmm. up the pacing, and he'll do it. Yeah, in the I think setting, and then other people could be around it. Other people could break. Well, doesn't that just turn into a time trial? Because like, how many guys are in? Are yeah, but the at least the, with him, well, you know? at least it's it, set up true. as a race, I guess. So you're just talking about other guys on the track at that. Yeah, point, I, I guess I'm. Know? Yeah, but. They, they can probably yeah, also yeah. race with just them. Just being the best of it. Yeah, it's a good thing. point. No, but it's a good point. I'm just saying, like, more or less, like, having three guys from the same team. You're basically saying all these races last year, which seemed like a race, and then turned into a time <laughs> within 50 meters. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, that, that is a good point. I'm saying more or less, like, people can get you into it. It's a race. race. It's yeah. not like. Ex- Closed off from everyone. Only these nothing athletes. Yeah, true. I would like to do it. I yeah. would like to be in a well, race. Go in, but I wouldn't be allowed in. That's people the that thing. are good, like yeah. good enough to go into it are allowed into it. You set up as a race, but it becomes a time trial. Or you bill it as like a head-to-head matchup, and you have like Cole Hawker on the line yeah. too, and it's like just these two guys. One of them is going to get the record. Yeah. Well, that's but, probably you know. what they it'll end up being. Though. Okay. Yeah. I imagine, but I mean, I think it's a, I don't know. That's they just they just want to like they want to one control the variables, but two, I do think there is part of it that. 
they don't want to put all this effort into organizing something for someone else to steal the thunder. Like, I do think that is part of it. I think... Like Chris Zelensky. <laughs> yeah. Wait, exactly. what, what, who did he steal? And that was like... Gail Rupp. Rupp. Oh, yeah, and really? that's still yeah. like one of the best races on YouTube. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like memorable. It races. is amazing, but yeah, I think they were pretty pissed off after it, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, that's why I do give credit to Bauman because they had a time period, 2019 or whatever, where they did these closed off races but then 2021 like they let everyone in that wanted to be part of their races so credit to bowman yeah they did because the three k set up and they set them up so well yeah, like they're the, well. they're some of the best set up races in the world like that 10k ben true was in that one ran yeah. super quick you that know like that's pretty that's 5K, pretty 5k, 5K really. ollie was in that yeah. one Clarko. classic 220 last 800 yeah um good way to do it good way to do it so uh, shout out to bowman for that yeah but now it'll be interesting to see how that, that turns out i feel like you can't can you do that for marathons can you like just like, or you, I guess the sub two hour one is an example of like time trial. Yeah. The, the marathon project was yeah. kind of that. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of guys in the race though, but the the course was designed to be super fast. It was just like a horseshoe. Yeah. So the was, variables were controlled. Froelich was pacing that? Was Froelich Frank? and Frank. And Frank went, to like, Frank went to like 18. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, at 4.55 pace. <laughs> he went, yeah, at that point, you're like, hey, mate, you just run this finish. <laughs> like, well, see what you can yeah. run. I think he was starting to black out. Oh, really? But, <laughs> but uh, like, he, he went into that race with the thought that he might finish. But uh, when it goes bad, it like, goes bad quickly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a very famous picture of you, like, throwing up as soon as you cross the finish line. line. When that happens, do you know that's going to happen? Or is that, like, you stop and then it all just hits you? Um... I was throwing up from 400 out. Oh, you were? Yeah. So, I mean, I, oh, I was in second, though, so there were no, like, cameras on me, because who cares? <laughs> um, but I was, like, definitely running the last quarter mile, like, throwing just up over my shoulder. Oh. And then when you stop, and in a marathon, you just have the sensation of forward motion for so long, because you're running hard for two hours. And then just all of a sudden, you stop. And I don't know, it's like getting off a roller coaster kind of where you still feel like you're moving and yeah. I throw up every every single time. It's I just feel like, like walking, part. even like just walking. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, after a marathon run, I can imagine just like it's gonna be weird. treadmill for two hours. And that photo hours. is a nice, sorry to cut you off. No, right? go for it. That photo is a nice example of both of his worlds sort of overlapping. Yeah. His, <laughs> his, his punk lifestyle <laughs> and his... <laughs> the, his the drinking and the running. Run a two and a mountain, throw up, you're good to go, man. But... Yeah, that's an epic photo. Um, just for a running update, because we haven't talked about your personal running at all. Yeah. How are you doing right now? I'm doing okay. Um, so I ran or started the New York Marathon in November. Um, and I hadn't had an MRI at the time, but I was dealing with a stress fracture in my pelvis and just kind of thought I could muscle it out. You can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Sounds yeah. familiar. So spoiler alert, can't muscle it out. It just makes everything way worse. And yeah. so uh, I made it to like 20 and just, you know, writing was on the wall. And so I'm still recovering from that, but I'm stringing together runs now. And so I feel good. And like signing my contract last year meant that I just have a lot more runaway in my career. I have, you know, three more years. And so the pressure is kind of off of like the speedy yeah. you know having to force everything so you're a young man cool. i'm a young man especially for a marathon you know <clears throat> kind of from 31 young so <laughs> but yeah so i'm hoping to run another marathon next fall um we'll see that's a nice timeline yeah yeah i like the marathon is like weird obviously because yeah you get such limited opportunities but then also you get these nice timelines where it's like like for me for example i'm coming back from pelvis stuff and there are so many races I like could do, you know, like yeah. indoor season, going into outdoor season. It's like, I don't know. But when you have the marathon, it's like, all right, I'll just, I'll just put something on the calendar a year from now and I know I'll be able to like build up, get ready for that. 
Yeah. And if you can maximize that opportunity, like I talked to Parker about this a lot, it's like, if you have a good marathon, you get two years, <laughs> you know, you, you can, you can rest you can do on whatever that you want for two years. You can not run. Years. Yeah. And, and hopefully in that time you have other good results. <laughs> you but, have one more to get another yeah, two years. <laughs> exactly. And you just keep bumping it up because like, honestly, in, in high level distance running, like it is kind of streaky. Like you'll, you'll put up some great performances and then most people have a period of injury or like a year layoff. And so, like, yeah. like a plateau, like people have results and they just, yeah. yeah. And so if you can get a result, it's like, it takes the pressure off for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. It is nice that in the running world, a lot of the contracts now, like, for example, the way companies treat it, like, on and stuff is they do, they're not as high pressure, like, every single year. Like, if you don't run, if you don't run well this year, like, you're going to lose, like, 50% of your, yeah. so that is nice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've covered most of the stuff that I think we're going to cover today. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, just gratitude for being here. Thank you for having us. Well, yeah, we are so great. happy to have yeah, you guys pleasure. on. I think for us, it's our goal to try connect with the Boulder community and really connect with people that like you, people like yourself, Marcus. I think I said in this in the too. running community, but not just yeah, runners. Not like your typical Noah Droddies, you know. We want some more Marcuses <laughs> in our lives. We find Marcus. So like. Yeah. yeah, we were like, very excited to have you guys on. Because your input's very, like, we're not, I mean, with Noah, like, we have that kind of relation with running, relationship with running, but with you, like, you have a different relationship than we do with running, so. Nice perspective. It's, it's a good perspective. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. I appreciate Who else do you guys want to talk to? We want to get, uh, we want to get Bobby Stuckey on. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But, like, from the VIP interview. table at Frasca. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Of course. Should, How should, else would you do it? Obviously, yeah. we're going to request to film it there. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, he's uh, he's like an amazing like restauranteer, uh, like high quality, and he's like really into running, and he lives in Boulder, but he's normally probably in Italy or something. Did you all see his interview with Dwayne Wade? What? <laughs> the best like what? The basketball yeah, player, Dwayne Wade. Wade. <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, I don't. It was the last Actually, couple of years. Okay. Don't yeah. get don't so. tell people to listen to that interview. Yeah. Before we, <laughs> okay, maybe we can't maybe we, we can't yeah. get him then. No, no, he is such a proponent and a supporter of the running community here. Yeah. Like, he's, he's definitely, really definitely need to have him on. He definitely knows his stuff too. <laughs> yeah. Such even, a good even chatting to him, he knows the community yeah. pretty well. So Yeah, I think he moved him mostly just so he could run mags. Maybe we should get Steve Jones on here after this. Just to confirm the world record, it was done at night. 1984 84. and he ran 208.05 I think mm. that's awesome you'd be a great interview <laughs> yeah. I do want to correct myself too I said Boulder Running Club earlier when we were talking about Lee Troop's group it was at Boulder Track Club so, okay. sorry do I have any corrections that I should make have I made any Probably. claims Probably. Don't I mean that's I'll what we need that because then we can use them as clips on YouTube yeah that's true get that clickbait get that clickbait yeah. no. how's, how's you you have a podcast I have a podcast. How's yeah, that? it's called D three Glory Days. Uh, there, so you guys ran Division One, but there's actually two divisions. I've <laughs> <laughs> heard about Division Two a lot. You probably heard of Division David Two. Yeah. You yeah. Talk about David Rivage, that we yeah. know that. But believe it or not, there's another division <laughs> under that one, wow. which is Division Three, uh, where, where I'm from. And so I host a podcast with one of my former college teammates, uh, and we interview D three athletes. That's so cool. Will, really Will Lear is, uh, Will Lear, Nick Simmons are probably, we haven't had Nick yet. Nick, I've been chasing Nick for like two years to get him on the podcast. He's yeah, busy. I imagine he's tough to tie down. Yeah. When am I going to be a guest on that show? Yeah, you were a Division three mm-hmm. athlete. Basketball. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. we were talking about that before. Right. We, weren't, we, we weren't sure how far your basketball abilities took you. Just college. Far enough to dunk. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that on the way in. We were going to use yeah. one of those photos for the album cover. That There's this. Oh, yeah. That would be sweet. I mean, the, so, so Marcus is in the air, slamming the ball down, and there's this guy in front of him, face in Marcus's crotch, just getting annihilated. That's nice. And, uh, it's just a like great photo. Where, where does this photo exist? What's that? Where does this photo It's on my Instagram. I would have loved to see a one-on-one with Marcus and Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> just to see how that yeah. would go down. Mark, like, Carlos can shoot, but he's like, you know, compared to your height. Yeah, you no would idea. just be like towering over mm-hmm. him. That'd be, that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. Carlos is, is speedy. But with that, again, thank you very much for <laughs> coming on, guys. Thank you for having us. It's beautiful. And thanks for everyone for listening. We'll see you guys next time.